Thank you so much for tuning in yet again. I'm so excited about this topic and presenting this topic to you as we learn and grow together. Today's topic is going to be about singleness. Write the vision. As a woman of faith, I actually, um, one of my favorite scriptures is Habakkuk 2 and 2, where it says, write the vision and make it plain. And that is so real to me as a believer, because one thing that I have found that is very prominent in my life is that when I write the vision, things that are my goals, things that are my heart desires, things that I want to see manifested, things that are visionary for my life, when I write them, then I can begin to see them manifest. Then I can begin to run with them and be on fire and believe that they're going to come to pass simply because it is something about the visual picture that makes it so effective that when you see those, it is the constant reminder that you need to keep on pressing towards the prize. So that makes me excited. But I wanted to come to you because as a person who is single, It is very important that we put this into practice to write the vision, even in singleness and writing the vision in singleness can look like, and I'm just going to use this as an example, journaling. Many people that know me know that I love to journal and I journal pretty much about anything, (laughs) but I I journal what's on my mind and on my heart. But when it comes to writing the the, the vision as it relates to singleness, what happens is, is that when you actually begin to write down, here's some key points that I'm going to give you that are going to be intricate. And so when you can write this, speak to it, understand it, come back to it when things may not be lining up, revamp, man, you have a great tool and a resource that holds you accountable to your truth. And so the first point that I want to make is know who you are and what you want. This is what I call the recipe for your singleness. All right. You need to know who you are and what you want. There are so many single people who desire a relationship, but they have not necessarily been healed from the past relationship. They have not necessarily learned and grew from the things that happened in that relationship. And even more so, they're not whole. And so if you are in a place to where you're carrying baggage, you're going to continue to carry that baggage into the next relationship and keep ending up with the same results in the next relationship if you don't do the work now. And a huge part of that is knowing who you are. It is literally pulling yourself up and making sure that you are strengthened when it comes to your self-esteem and knowing what you want. What do you want to get out of dating? What do you want to get out of dating? Do you just want to be casual? Do you want to 
just dates so you can go out and have fun? You know, is it about just sex? What is it? Is it the hookup? Is it dating with intention? You know, trying to see you know where things are going to go, or it is dating with purpose because I want to end up in marriage or a covenant relationship. What is it? You need to know what you want because it is when you know what you want in your singleness, you can communicate that to those that you choose to pursue so that you can make sure that you're on the same page and no one is being misled. You owe it to yourself to not compromise any part of your singleness, um, to not have an agenda, to not, you know, feel like that you need to hide your true essence of who you are. Either people are going to accept you or they are not. But you need to live in your truth, be honest and say what you mean and mean what you say by knowing what you want. The next point I want to make is Learn how to get what you want. Ooh, come on now. Learn how to get what you want. In singleness, we have to be careful about the environment in which we place and allow ourselves to be in. I have seen so many single people that are content, that are comfortable with staying in a place of single people who are actually miserable. They speak ill will about singleness. Um, Everything that they have to say is negative. If you look at the relationships that they tried, they have failed miserably. You really need to make sure that the environment that you're creating, the people that you have in that environment is conducive of attracting the right type of people that you want to embrace. That energy attracts. So, you 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 learn how to get what you want simply because you it's it's almost like if you want to become um a business owner if you want to to have lots of money etc are you going to be amongst poor people not necessarily so you're going to go where rich people are you're going to go where business owners are which is why In singleness, you need to go where healthy people who are single are talking about healthy things and how they got there. It's very important. Learn how to get what you want. The third point that I want to make is be the chooser. Mm. Don't let nobody take your choice away. And the way that you be the chooser is simply by putting yourself in a position to where you don't settle and you don't allow someone to basically alter your ideas of what you deem to be true. A lot of people do this through, for example, when you say, these are my standards and my preferences. And so when you begin to share some of those things with someone that may be a person of interest and they don't align in them, they very well may say, oh, you know, that's materialistic or uh, that's superficial or, you know, they'll say all these different things. But you have to stand in your truth to what works for you, what you need. Be the chooser and do not allow for anyone to take your choice away. The next point that I want to make is balance your heart with your mind. 
We when I was younger, I used to remember a song that says, "My mind's playing tricks on me." Dun, 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 dun. Okay, I won't sing it, but anyway. So we know that the mind can play tricks on us, but together with combination of the mind and the heart, what happens for men who are logical thinkers and women who have an intuitiveness to them, when you balance that with your mind, like your mind is, 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 is the physical side is, you know, it sees things, you know, it's, it's in touch with those, but the heart is the true essence of who you are. So what happens is, is that when that balance is out, um, it helps you to think very, very clearly. It helps you to be more open-minded. It helps you to say, hmm, you know what? Let me take a, a step back and look at this because I don't want to miss an opportunity. Um, a lot of times we can, we can go into situations and be very guarded. And if you're guarded, you will put yourself in a position to where you may miss out on some great opportunities or individuals that may very well be interested in you and be good for you. But because your heart and your mind is not balanced, it will cause you to to not see things in the with the big picture mentality. You have to see it with a big picture mentality. The next point I want to, to, to make is the law of attraction. And it really goes back to learning how to get what you want. It is to really understand that as I think a thing, as believers, we know as we walk by faith and not by sight, this is so real for us because in singleness, It is truly a faith walk. And we don't know necessarily what the outcome we're hopeful, but we don't know necessarily what the outcome would be. But it's so important that you put yourself in a position to where you can attract the the desires of your heart. But the only way for you to attract those things in a healthy manner is really writing the vision and making it plain. Don't just have jumbled ideas in your head of what you believe you want. Write that stuff down and make it real to you so that you can point to it, that you can read it, that you can look at it and and it jumps off the pages, you know? I think that's very important for us to live by. Another one a uh, point that I'm going to make is gain relationship knowledge and skills. OMG. When I tell you um, this is a critical point for us because one of the, one of the things that I like to do is I love to read. And so there's a book that um, uh, Mouse Moreau put out and it's called waiting and dating. And in that particular book, I will never forget it. It said when you don't need to be in a relationship, okay, that's when you're ready for a relationship. And I thought that that was so profound, but it was in that book that I read that and it was knowledge that hit me that would give us, that would give a skill set that will help me to help others to realize that there has to be something in you that you have done the work that you need to as far as obtaining knowledges and the skills that you need to be healed 
but most importantly, to be whole. No one is deserving of a person coming into their life where you're giving yourself and you're only 25% and 50% and you're still damaged. They are deserving of the whole person. So healing is great, but they deserve the wholeness in you. And wholeness comes by actually gaining this knowledge and skills that you need in life to learn and to grow, to not be bitter, to not point fingers, um, you know, to, to not sit back and make excuses, but to learn and grow based off of your experiences so that now, okay, you can move forward in a healthy way and overcome what is to come. The next point I want to make is create a support community. My support community happened to be very, my close circle of intimate family and friends. And these are are people that I've known for a minimum of probably 15, maybe 20 plus years. Of course, family would, you know, all my life. But a, a support community that will be your cheerleader. Uh, be your confidant, will be your accountability partners. You know, you need those type of things because it's nothing like being in singleness and having to figure things out on on your own and trying to decide, you know, what does this mean? You know, asking people that's been through things is very, very helpful. Asking them their perspective and holding them accountable to how they see you and then them telling you their perspective in love is a beautiful is it's a beautiful key. It's a beautiful token. So you want that community to be a part of your singleness as you write your vision and make it plain. The next point that I want to make is to practice assertiveness. Now typically I will be the one that say, listen, especially as a woman, don't be assertive. And 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 then that assertiveness comes out as aggression. Okay. Assertiveness has its place. And when I say this, this is what I mean. Be assertive and comfortable with saying no. Let your no be your no. Simply because what happens is, is often at times we put ourselves in a position to where we will settle, we'll compromise. Oh, okay. Well, yes. And you agree, but your heart is like, no, I don't want to agree to that. Let your no be your no and mean it. That way you will not have regret. It's okay for you to say no. That is your truth. Live in it. And the last point that I want to make today is be successfully single. It is amazing how many single people get asked the question, why are you single? Like it is a disease, you know, uh, it's just like crazy. It's a death sentence. I don't know what. But it is amazing um, that that question is asked. And a lot of times it's almost that single people can be looked at as if though, well, if you've been single for a long period of time, something must be wrong with you. Well, maybe something is right with them because they're choosing themselves and not compromising and settling just for a piece of anyone or something that really doesn't fit the mold. And they want what is best for them. And they can be content. There's nothing wrong with singleness. Singleness is healthy. 
you know, as long as you have other healthy relationships while you're single, you know, with friendships, etc. But be successfully single, you know, where in your singleness that you are doing self-care, you are doing things that are, is bettering yourself, focusing on your career, traveling, doing things that will help you to progress. Um, again, even going back to gaining relationship knowledge and skills, all these things are really great tools to help you be successfully single. It's not a death sentence and there's nothing wrong with you if it has been a long time. I just hope that in your singleness, that you're doing your due diligence to be able to ensure that when you're ready to come into the person's life, that this last point that I'm going to make that you're ready and available for commitment. The worst thing that anyone that is moving with intent can experience is having someone come into their life and they're not ready. They're not available for commitment. It is devastating. When you put yourself in a position to where you're like, ah, man, I finally found this great person. I believe all these things to be true about them. And then you get hit with the bummer that they still ready to play the field, it can hurt because you were at a place to where you believe that that person was ready for you um, the way you were ready for them. So it is very important that we are accountable as well, that we are ready and available for commitment because no one wants to put themselves in a position where you've matched up with the wrong person that basically doesn't know what they want. All right, great people. I hope you have enjoyed this topic. I am about to wrap it up and go and do some self-care of my own. I appreciate you always coming to the table, vibing with me, rocking with me, giving me your support. I cannot do this without you. You are the ones that help me to influence others and to bring this type of knowledge to the table. Not only for people to grow, but guess what? I am able to learn and grow. And my greatest prayer is that I will continue humbly to stretch myself in greatness by God's design for my life so that if I can reach one, then I know that I've made an impact. All right, guys, y'all take care. See you next time. You owe it to yourself. When God speaks, you owe it to yourself to love. Ladies and gentlemen, Doc Holloway. Join peace with a heart.